Hey y'all, a quick note before we start this episode of Word Tetris. My guest Keenan Copen, awesome lady, great, accidentally gave the wrong Twitter handle during uh, the contact information bit of the show. Um, her actual Twitter handle is Keenan Copen, K-I-N-A-N-C-O-P-E-N. Just ignore the uh, the handle she actually gives on the show. It's, it, that one doesn't exist. It's in a, another place. We're rewriting history on this one, as is the nature of the show. Again, her Twitter, Keenan Copen, K-I-N-A-N-C-O-P-E-N. And now, on with the show. Copen. Hi. Welcome to Word Tetris. <laughs> Thank you. We literally just met two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. <laughs> she walked in and like literally walked in like an old friend. Yes. <laughs> I even gave him a hug because that's how much it feels like an old friend to be here. <laughs> um, it's a shame that we can't say how we've connected because you're under NDA rules. And yes. to even say the person who hooked us up yes. would thus uh, violate the terms of the NDA. True. And this is one of those, it, she's on one of those shows where the creator has been allowed to say that they're on it and that they're doing it and yes. that there's a room in place, but literally no one else is allowed no, to Writers say. are not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? What's it like living in a world where you can't say anything to anyone? Who knows? Like, I assume, like, parents know? My parents know, but they don't really understand the industry anyway, so okay. it doesn't matter. Uh, my husband knows, and uh, close friends know. That's it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> All we can say, oh, and I know, because I'm yes. I'm sly like that. Uh, it's a, let's just, it's, it's, it's one of the bigger shows. Hopefully it will be. <laughs> Hopefully, whenever, whenever it, whenever it I feel like it's been in development. I feel like it's been circling development for, for a, long, a time. long, long time. Yes. Okay. Before we get started, of course, the first twenty minutes of this episode will be available for free. If you can head over to, uh, if you're hearing this, obviously you're. We're hearing this on most podcasts. I would assume iTunes most likely. You can head over to wordtetris.com, see all the all the episodes. Uh, the, the one thing I haven't said in a while is there's a whole slew of back episodes that you are not seeing available on iTunes right now or any podcatcher for that matter because they are available exclusively on the Patreon, which brings us to our next point. If you want to hear the full episode, head over to patreon.com slash wordtetris. Sign up for a dollar an episode. Hear the full episode plus all the back episodes that record during the hiatus between seasons two and three. Um, lots of lots of stuff there. Uh, if you want to hear this episode, the full episode plus a bonus episode plus all the back catalog bonus episodes, sign up for the three on episode here on patreon again that's patreon.com slash word touches keenan do you have any twitters or facebook's or anything you want to plug that you can talk about <laughs> i can talk about my twitter although i'm not very active but i am on twitter at kj copen and you can find me there and you can find the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash word Tetris Pie. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Meryl Bar, M-E-R-R-I-L-L-B-A-R-R. Now, Keenan, what is your Keenan? What is your <laughs> what is your uh feeling about rewriting? Let's start there. Very generalized question. Uh I feel that rewriting is the most important part of writing. 
Do you hate rewriting or do you like rewriting? I love rewriting. Okay, then you're a psycho. <laughs> like, <laughs> good to know. Now I know why you're working on the show that you're working on. Because they're all, they're all I know a few people in the room, you're all crazy. <laughs> that, this is true. Yeah, we are. Where, why do you love it? Uh, because it's, it's the best chance you have at making your thing the best it can be. Is it, but is it the act that actually you enjoy or the, because for me, I don't like it. All right. So I don't subscribe, subscribe to the, the saying, uh, I hate writing, but I love having written. Right. I do subscribe, however, to the, I hate rewriting, but I love having done it. Right. Yes. I okay. do. I do subscribe to that side of it because okay. I hate it. Like, what do you hate about it? What's it's. You know, because you know what it is? It's it's such a confidence destroyer for me. Mm. Because you, at least for me, I go into that first draft being like, yes, I have, I have solved all the problems. I have written godly text. And then you get to the end, you go, oh, no, you haven't. Yes. Shit. Well, there's always that hope at the end of the first draft <laughs> that you just like nailed it. Like, you're the first person in history that just like nailed it. And if you're writing for a show, no notes. And if you're writing for yourself, it's perfect. But I just I don't think it happens for anyone. I mean, what sucks is when, though, I think for me, the worst, it just happened on the feature I wrote where um, I thought I, you know, I, it was such a struggle writing it, right? And I planned it out. I outlined it. I went through the whole, the whole night. I talked to this on the show. It's funny if you you can actually track this trilogy of things that I'm about to say. When I wrote it, uh, I got to this point where I hit a wall and I decided I've never written drunk before, and so I tried it. I tried, <laughs> and it got me. It got well. It got me over the hump. That's all it did. Is just it. It was just something crazy to try and rattle the cages. Yes. And I thought what I had come up with was like, this is what was broken, and I fixed it. And then I sent the script out. <laughs> what I came up with, everyone hated. <laughs> and what everyone and what the summation became, they didn't know what they didn't know they were saying to me was the new thing that you came up with that you thought fixed your problems actually made everything worse. <laughs> and actually what you need to do is go back to what you originally had. Because what you originally had was perfect. And what I actually by perfect I mean the structurally was perfect. Right. What I discovered was uh, the script, when it originally came in, came in 138 pages, whittled it down eventually to 108. When I pulled out the stuff that I had come up with that I thought fixed all the structure and made it fun and interesting, there were still 89 pages of script left. Okay. I was like, oh, I should have just trusted myself from the beginning to yes. actually get this done, right? Basically, the rewriting process on this one helped me discover that, oh, I had it right the first time. Yes. And I just... I just didn't trust myself to actually go down the path. Right. So now you know. Trust <laughs> no, yourself, not your drunk self. Not, don't, don't trust drunk your drunk self. Drunk Meryl's an asshole. <laughs> don't, don't do that but that's one. A, but, and so, but this is the, why well, I say I love having written, rewritten, because now I look at it and I go, well, this is what I wanted it to be. This right. is what I was trying to make it be, but couldn't make good, kept struggling every step of the way to get it here. Right. It, 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 it revealed that, Oh no! Uh, usually, my first instinct is the correct instinct, right? And I would say that's true. But trusting, always follow that. But trusting that, you gotta trust it. So, do I? That's why I hate it. You have to go through such hell, like on the after you've already been through hell enough. You gotta yes. go through more before you get 
to the other side. Yes, but it's always worth it. Yeah. See, I, I'm more of a, I hate writing the first draft. I hate staring at that blank page and being like. That's why I never started the blank page. Oh. Certain pieces of advice have been thrown at me before. Yes. To, there's ways to not have to start with the blank page. The, one of the biggest ones being a nice, lovely, detailed outline. Yes. Starting on that blank page, I agree with you, is terrible. Yes. Which is why I just like thinking about it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so, you know, yeah, I, I get you. When you're saying the the whole, I hate starting with the blank page, why rewriting is fun because you're not starting with the blank page. But now you have to tear down everything that you loved. I don't think that's true. I think a rewriting is everything that you loved, you're honing in on it and making it super clear. Because I think if you trust your first instincts and you get it all out there, because they're your instincts and it's the story you want to tell, it's automatically all very clear to you. But when you go through and you start rewriting, you can really make things more specific and make it more you, you know, really focus in on that stuff that you loved about it, not strip it away. Make it more. Really distill it. Distill it. Distill it into like that singular vision. Yes. Where like, and that is what happened. Like when I think about the process of what went down, it was, I, was, it, I distilled the story down to its basic form. Right. And when I did that, it became the story I wanted it to be, but that I thought was stupid. That, that I began, I had tricked myself into thinking was stupid right. and I needed to go another way. Is, uh, Don't talk yourself out of yourself. Ooh. <laughs> you know, every, you said you've been listening to the show, so every once in a while, someone says something that I want to put on a t-shirt or a mug. <laughs> Don't talk. What would you don't don't talk yourself out, out of yourself. Out of yourself. That's yeah. a that's a hard ooh. one to learn. Every, I think everyone starts out feeling like they should talk themselves out of themselves. That they don't know maybe what the market wants, which is a fallacy, or like what other people want to read about, or what would be interesting to other people. You can't write for your audience. You can only really write for you. And I'm a firm believer that if you write. People always say what you know, but what you love or what you want to say, that's what makes your script the best it can be, is making it the most you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It's hard. It's, <laughs> it's I hard. hate because it's so right, but it's so hard. It's like, so this is hard. Why, but this is why it's hard. This is why it's not just throwing words on the page. Like, this is what makes it, diff what makes it such a difficult and exhausting job. Yes. But... So here's the thing, though. If you ever got to the place where you did trust yourself and you trusted your instincts on the get-go, you'd still have to rewrite. Yes. What are you rewriting at that point then, though? Would you? You're, could... st you're still making it better. I mean, I for me, when I write a first draft, I can't limit myself. I can't have that side of my brain, that editor side of my brain on because then I just – it will be so painful to write. So I turn that off, and if I'm writing for a show where I have a detailed outline – I just write the worst possible version of the script. Now, let me ask you about that whole, uh, the idea, let me ask you a few about the idea of perfection, right? I've run into situations in the past where I see people who they're writing, they're writing, they're writing, and they go, they just keep rewriting it over and over again. It's like, yeah, it's gotta be perfect. And you know, the, the classic saying comes, don't let perfect be the enemy of done. Yeah. Particularly in television. Mm-hmm. You know, what at what point do you consider it okay to stop rewriting? Because I'm in that phase now where mm -hmm. it's, I did all of this work and what I've got now, I know it's good. There you go. Right? You're done. You're done? Stop? <laughs> yeah. Just stop there? If you, know it's, if you know it's good and it's everything is the way you want it to be, 
then you're done. I mean, especially if you're writing something original, like when I write pilots, the thing I learned over the years was not to talk myself out of myself and not to second guess myself and just make sure everything was the way that I wanted it and that those intentions were clear. And that way, when it gets rejected, which it will, (laughs) at least it was exactly what you wanted it to be. Right. Well, but that's the, but again, this goes back to the idea of the fallacy for me where the original draft that I ended on was the way I wanted it until everyone read it and then made me go, oh, wait, I fucked myself. And here's why. And then I had to backtrack and then go, oh, no, this is what I, how I originally conceived it. And I'm going back to that now. Yes. The thing is, like, it's always how you want it until someone pokes a hole in it. Right. It's like, it's like, it to me, it's like having, to me, it's like having a sandcastle at the beach. Yes. And you're like, this sandcastle is perfect as long as no one touches this one support right here. And then a giant wave comes in, takes the whole thing right. down. Like, that's, or the house of cards. It's written, that's yes. a better analogy. It's the house of cards. Like, yes. poke the one thing. And the whole house comes crumbling down. Yes. I feel like every single script, because it just happened again, like on the one that I have. But the thing is that now, what's funny is now I'm at a place where there's conflicting notes. Right. Whereas before I didn't have conflicting notes. Conflicting notes are good. Because they mean that they pe- people zero are- Zero something. They, they're, they're out. I mean, <laughs> the problem when I was a young writer uh, that I found with getting a lot of notes from various people, you just, you end up at a place where you're just like, what the fuck? I don't. You think you, you, you think you have to address all of them. You feel you have, you feel like you have to address all of them. Lots of times they will come, they will bump up against each other. And what I basically ended up realizing was that you really only want to find one or two really trusted people to take a look. People who hopefully are you know more established writers who have been through it a little bit more, and who can look at your stuff, but not like a group of people. Like I used to belong to a writers group, and it's too many people. Oh, that's why I've never done one. Yeah, it's just, it's too many people. So you just need one or two trusted people. And even then, even if they give you notes that you don't agree with, you don't have to take them. Well, yeah, that, this is, so this is what was fascinating for me. So the first round notes on the one I did was went to a big director and a, and a big showrunner. And uh, both of them came back with the same big note. Okay. The big note being all this whole nonlinear thing you're doing, stop. Okay. Do it linear. Okay. I want a linear real-time story. It's like it's basically an event happens. Okay. Originally, it was I ran the event, but as I got down the road with it, I was like, there's not enough material here for the event. So I started showing the before and after the event, which, as was described by one person, the one the director said, you're taking the air out of this thing mm. by doing this. Mm-hmm. You're, all my attention is gone because I know what happened later. Right. The other guy said, uh, he... Okay, this is I've said this before. I don't remember I said I said on mic, but I think it was on the bonus episode, but maybe not. The best way to cut down a writer if you ever really want to do it. Hold on to a thing they give you for about four weeks. <laughs> and then email back one sentence that says, Was this your first draft? Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna talk about your heart uh, sinking. Yeah, but no. <laughs> but I wrote back saying, because I had already gotten the other guys' notes and like I wrote back saying, I know exactly why you're asking this, and then I wrote back, here's what I'm going to do. And he he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Also this, this, this. And then, so I, so when they're both coming back at the same, like, all right, I know what the yep. problem is. So I go back and I changed it. Got to this new place, sent it to a third person who said, all your tech, there's no technical accuracy. It's all, the, you know, it's all motion. There's no technical accuracy at all. There's no research. 
But the thing is that I then, you know, I thought that I took that note to heart and I went back to the director and I was like, just so you know, like, I'm, where do you stand on this? Because, um, you know, I, I feel like maybe, maybe I need to do some work here. And he goes, oh no, you're technically here. She's fine. Yeah. I'm like, and this guy's done, it's a military based thing. And he goes, no, he's, he's done military based things. Like, no, you're fine. Like, all right, I'm going to listen to that guy. Yeah. 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 You, that's the great thing. It's, it's hard to, the biggest thing I'm trying to get over is the idea that it's okay to pick and choose what notes you want to listen to because you want to believe that everybody who's pro knows what they're talking about and they do, but they know what they're talking about for them. Right. And that's kind of the part that's so hard to, because you ask these people for their help. Yes. You take their input. Yes. But then their input's in conflict with one another. And it's like, right. which one do you want to listen to, if any of them? Right. And that's why I say to most people, unless you're getting paid by someone. Who's paying you? <laughs> yeah. And they want you to write a certain thing. If you've got it where you want it. Unless there's a giant note that everyone comes back with, like a structural like, thing, like, like what I had. Yes, then it's like okay, you know, I don't, I don't care if this doesn't resolve because to me, you know, you have your, you might know where the holes in your story are, and you might be okay with them because mm-hmm. there's always going to be holes. There's always going to be things that people don't like, or that don't ring true for right. them, or whatever. But that's just, it's such a subjective. It's subjective. It was well, it was also like for this real one, it was like such a confidence booster. Because for me, when I heard from the guy who said, you're technically accurate, she's fine. Because I was living in a mind where it's like, I think it is inaccurate, but no audience will ever knock a, knock a film or TV show for its technical inaccuracy as long as the emotional resonance is there. Yes. And my argument being the highest grossing movie of 1997 was Titanic. And yes. it would be so, so technically accurate that James Cameron changed the stars in the fucking sky at the behest of Neil deGrasse Tyson. And then the highest grossing movie of 1998 is Armageddon, a movie so technically inaccurate, NASA teaches it to scientists to get them to, to ask them to spot how many things that are wrong in the movie. Right. Both of them, but but Titanic is about uh, true love against all odds, and Armageddon is about a father trying to save his daughter from death. That's all anyone gives a shit yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's all about the emotion and the characters. And- right. So who 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 cares? Like, well, yeah, you don't want the most like technical technically correct script with no story, no emotion, no no character. Doesn't right. It? Exactly. It's like I don't. It's like I ultimately like the 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 structure of the movie is based particularly on speed, and I'm like, speed jumped a bus from one flat plane in 50 feet to another flat plane and somehow the bus raised upwards. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally fine. Totally fine. If, if it's good enough, no one cares. You know? Uh, right. So what was like a really hard rewriting experience for you? Well, uh, when I first started writing, I was focusing on comedy. I was a comedy writer. And um, wow, that's a big 180 shift. Yeah. <laughs> and because um, let's just break this down. <laughs> I'm looking at her IMDb. There's two. Well, there's there's four. There's I guess technically there's three shows. Yeah. Well, there's, well, there's well, four, the four shows. One of them is like a spinoff of the other show. So there's Dino Trucks, which is a comedy, which is a comedy. <laughs> it's a, like a Netflix comedy, but it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, a, kid's show. Show. it's a kid show. Um, there's uh, Law and Order SVU. Yes, not a comedy. Chicago PD. 
also not a comedy. And Dino Truck Super Church. Uh, yes. <laughs> so a, ve- a really varying <laughs> resume there, Keenan. Yes. Um, so, so, well, I wanted to write a drama because right. I really wanted to write for drama shows. I wanted to be in that world. Um, so I had this idea that I really loved and I'd had it for many years. And every time I'd bring it up in a meeting, people would be like, eh, I don't know, I don't know, like real negative about it. And finally, I just decided to write it. And I had thought about it for so long, I knew exactly how I wanted it to be. And I wrote it, and I started getting notes from a million people. Everyone had different notes. It was all driving me crazy. I didn't know what to do. Um, For probably like two or three years, I sat on it. And I loved it. I thought it was great. But I wasn't getting that kind of feedback back, and I didn't know what to do. So... I'm on the edge of my seat because I'm literally in this situation so many times per year. Where yes, it's just like, you're just like I just want the one person. I just want one person to just read a thing and go, "This is exactly how you think it is." Yes. Be proud of yourself. Yes, you right. just want that one person. But even um, even my husband, who <laughs> who's your husband, a writer? He is an agent. Actually. Okay. Oh. <laughs> to hear the rest of this episode, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Word Tetris.